Hello and welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. My name is Julie Hoglin and I am the creator and founder. This podcast covers every aspect of conscious leadership and the conscious leadership code. And if there is a particular example or angle or subject you would like an episode on, please reach out and let me know and I will create it specifically for you. Hello Conscious Leadership listeners. This is a really personal episode and I really want to share with you something that happened to me last Sunday um, and how that came about. So a little while ago I was doing some training in emotional change therapy, which is exactly what it says it is really. It's about how we change our emotions linked to a situation which then unblocks us and unlocks us to move forward in a different process. We can't, we can't get rid of our past. Our past has happened. But what we can shift and move and change and adjust is the emotions that are sometimes linked to previous and past experiences and events that have occurred for us. So the experience is still there, but the emotional attachment to it goes and changes or becomes something different. So we can shift our emotional baggage. Now I'm doing far more on that. So if anybody who is listening to this have has emotional baggage or emotional trauma, stuff that has been affecting you for years that stops you moving forward, please reach out. I can I can help you, my word, heal. Now we've all got it. Um, not one of us is emotionally free is a true belief I have. I have been doing personal development, self-development work for decades and even now things come up that um yeah things come up and even recent events emotion we live with emotion we live in emotion we are energetic creatures emotion is all around us all of the time whether it's through work whether it's our family whether it's you know the past situations that we've been in whether it's a situation that we're walking towards something happens it's perfectly normal there's nothing wrong with it then what do we do with it if we find that those emotions are holding us back? So what did I do last Sunday? At the event I was on, I met a woman called Wendy Price. And Wendy runs, and I'm going to give you a website. So if you're interested in this, please check this out. Theheartcentreuk.com. And it's around healing hearts and minds with horses. Now, I have heard about the work that people do with therapy, with communication, with horses. I've heard about horse whisperers. I've heard that there is therapy linked to humans and horses. And I've known it's there, never really understood it to a degree and have certainly never experienced it. Well, what happened was that Wendy invited us all, all of the, the whole group that were within this um, training session, and there was probably, I don't know, 50. Now, we were all over the different parts of the country, so I understand why many of them cannot get to the events. But um, So we were all invited down for a complimentary session to see what she does. So me being me, and this the Heart Centre UK is about an hour away from where I live. So for those of you that are in the south of the country, it's sort of Junction 11 on the M25 area, and then maybe about another 10 minutes drive 
down into the country. And I live junction two on the M25 area, plus about 15 minutes to get to that junction. It's about an hour's drive. So I thought, well, I'm going to accept this fabulous offer and off I toddled down to the heart centre, down to the site. And what a day I had. I, I can explain it. and I can't really explain it. And it raised one of the biggest fears I have ever had in my life. And I do not experience fear. I don't have this thing of rejection. Um, I've worked on it over the years. I, I sort of don't have it with humans. But oh, did I have it with a horse? So we got the brief for the day and what we had to do and, and the one we were working with on Sunday was around money. So what's our mindset about money? What's our relationship with money? Now, I have been a coach for the Millionaire Mind Reasons or Results program a few years ago for, for a year. So I have coached people within their money mindset and I've worked a lot on my money mindset and what money means and how it impacts and affects and what consequences that has on me with my life. And we're doing it on Sunday. So we started off looking at our relationship with money and, and what it meant to us. There are only three of us on, on, the, on the day, plus Wendy, um, teaching us, coaching us, taking us through. And then we went out and chose a horse to work with for the day. And as I was referencing my fear, I couldn't almost bear the thought that a horse, and I used to do riding, I used to work with horses when I was much younger. I say work with horses, ride horses, you know, clean them out, look after them, groom them, etc. When I was much younger, and I love horses, and I haven't been around them for many years. And I was absolutely petrified that I was going to ask a horse if it would work with me, and it would say no. Unbelievable fear. And I am not a fearful person. Anyway, we wandered around, the three of us wandered around all of the horses that were available because who, horses that do this kind of work decide whether they want to work that day or not, basically, and Wendy works with them. So we had a choice of quite a few horses. And I decided to ask this black horse with a white star on its um, face whether it wanted to work with me. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know whether it was a him or a her, didn't know who they were, didn't know their name, didn't know anything. But it was looking me in the eye and I thought, oh, this is the one. So I eventually found out his name was Woody. So without knowing that, I asked the, the horse if he wanted to work with me, if he would work with me on, on my money processes, my money mindset. And I got the biggest nod of a head that I've seen for a very long time. It was really a definite yes. I thanked him and basically worked with him for the rest of the day. There was some classroom work and then two sessions we worked at outside. And outside in the field, there are obstacles that um, it's through our belief and our communication with the horse, we get the horse through those obstacles. And of course, those obstacles are figur figuratively what's going on for us internally. Now, horses understand that. Horses work on emotion. And it was really interesting. In the morning, we were looking at relationship with self. And Woody, I was saying things and Woody wouldn't do what I wanted him to do. Because as much as I was saying it, he intuitively knew that actually my core, deep inner belief system, my energies and my emotions weren't 
in truth, weren't in alignment. So I was saying it, but not embodying it. Taught me huge lessons. Now in the afternoon, we then worked on, so the first part of the day was about, really was about relationship with self. And then the second part of the day was around the relationship with money. And interestingly, considering money has never been a high value of mine, ever, I've stayed in jobs where I knew I could earn more. Um, I've taken pay cuts to take additional time out of the, the partnership I was in. So I could spend more time traveling, more time with my parents. Um, so I've taken pay cuts, kept the same objectives and taken pay cuts. And interestingly, during this whole process, I got to understand I have a better relationship with money than I actually do with myself, which was a huge eye opener for me. So now I'm working on my relationship with me. And I'll say this now, I've now booked in a second day, uh, which is this Saturday, and it is the day is titled Imperfect As I Am. And the day is based around overcoming imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and fear of not being good enough. Now, that's the title. I am going to work on my relationship with myself, and we will see what comes up. But let's go back to Woody. Now, it's very interesting. So in the morning, I, I he didn't really want to do what I wanted him to do because I wasn't really in alignment. In the afternoon, he basically did. But even during the afternoon when, when we were in alignment and he was reading my emotions and my emotions absolutely were true, we still ended up in a cycle, which is what I do when I'm creating stuff, work, my business for um, you know, other people, for other people to access, which of course means they pay me, but I get in a cycle and I end up stopping what I'm doing to do something else. And there were two key instances where Woody showed me that in his behavior, which I reflected into mine. So the lessons and the learnings were huge for me during this day. And remember, this was a day that was complimentary to me. Um, and Wendy wouldn't let me, I'm going to say, pay for the day because it was an offer from her to me, which has brought me back home. And of course, I have now booked and paid for an accession this Saturday. And of course, what that has done has also led me to look at what's equine therapy, because I've heard of it. I know it happens. I hear about horse whisperers. And as somebody said to me on Facebook the other day, it's not so much horse whispering. It's about listening to what the horses are telling you. Now, I'm a good listener. I assess, I analyse, I listen well. It's what I've done for decades because of I've taught myself how to do it. It's not a skill that um, naturally comes to people to actively listen. I'm doing some episodes on that as well. But um, to really listen, to really be prepared to look at self, to really be prepared to be self-analysed and to be self-aware takes courage. Now, we are who we are. And we are who we are because of all the experiences have gone on before. Now, of course, not all of those experiences that have gone on before have we been able to control. And we are affected when we are young, when we have less control over what we do and what we don't do. So it's not our fault. We're not to blame. And then as we grow older and grow up and maybe become more in control of who and what we are, we can choose to do something about it. We do not have to be the person we were yesterday. We can change to become a newer person, a different person, um, a more aware person of who we are. And of course, that affects everything around us. Now, 
I have been doing this for myself and me being me, I can't do for others what I don't do to myself. So this continuous process of personal development, self-awareness is something I do all of the time. And I would seriously encourage you to as well. So let's have a look at equine therapy because I am fascinated by the whole thing. Um, and it is, um, so I've, I've Google searched it, of course. I've you know, gone on to chat GPT and looked at the AI versions. Um, and equine therapies, it's often used as a form of therapy for individuals. And it says here, with a variety of mental health conditions, physical disabilities and behavioural issues. And it can also be used as a complementary therapy for individuals who are undergoing treatment for addiction or other medical conditions. And it indicates that, and as I did, equine therapy sessions typically involve interacting with horses in various ways, such as grooming, feeding, leading or riding them. Now, these interactions can help people, individuals develop a sense of responsibility, self-confidence and emotional regulation. And it can also help individuals improve their communication and social skills by working with the horse and the therapist or a trainer. So it is really interesting the depth that working with a horse and specifically horses can go to. Um, and, and it is utilised for people who have it, depression, anxiety, PTSD, ADHD and anything on the autistic spectrum disorder. And it's often used in conjunction with other forms of therapy. Now, of course, it can go to that really, 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 really deep level. And self-awareness is around looking at who we are and why we do what we do. You know, and PTSD is a huge trauma from something that has happened. You know, depression is caused quite often by something that had happened. And anxiety is a forward-focused worry of a, some, about something that is going to happen. So we perceive the issue rather than react to something. So again, if you've got any of these things, you know, A, please talk to me, but also if you're anywhere around and can get to Junction 11, talk to Wendy. And then I thought, how do horses understand us as humans? How does this all work? Because having now experienced it, I just, it's such a special, special emotion and process to go around. And even if you can't get to Wendy, Find if anyone around you um, does this type of work because it's such an experience. I can't express that enough, really. So I started to look about horses. Now, they clearly they can't speak. They don't have a voice. Well, they neigh and they, you know, harumph and do whatever they do. They can't actually use the language that we use. And when you get into communication and you start to understand about body language and you start to understand and you start to read between the lines about what's not being said, you know, as a human, you can have an intuitive reaction to other humans. You know some humans you want to be close to and you know some humans you're just going to run a mile from without even getting into their uh, speak, if you like. You sense it. And that's exactly what horses do. They're intuitive animals. And they are able and they have their own language and they are able to read our body language and our emotions. And they're social animals as well. So they're herd animals, they're pack animals, which is what we are. And they communicate with each other through body language. And that's how they interact with us. They are highly sensitive and intuitive to nonverbal cues. 
And horses can sense a change in our heart rate, in our breathing and our overall energy, which, of course, tells them whether we're calm, whether we're anxious or whether we're afraid. And they will react to that. And they can build and establish trust and build and establish relationships with humans based on mutual respect and positive experiences. Now, please hear this. I didn't ride Woody. I was walking beside him and leading him. And we were, so at times I was leading him, at times I was walking beside him, and at times we were completely in tune and walking together over obstacles, through obstacles. And at times he pushed me in a direction that I was not aiming to go, which again taught me a lesson. At times, and I have to chuckle at this, he had his, his head up my bottom, like pushing me forward because I had got, I had got stuck in something and he knew I needed to move forward. And at one point, as, as we were walking and we were completely in tune, there were two words I, were, I was using, which was joy and focus. And every time I said those words, he was knocking his head into my right thigh. So for those of you that know anything about NLP, it was anchoring it for me. So now if I'm thinking about joy and focus, I am have my hand on my right thigh. Now. I wasn't asking him to do that. I didn't tell him to do that. And I was using other words throughout this particular part of the process. But every time I said joy and focus, he knocked me twice. So he knew that they were very important to me. He was picking that up from my expressions. So horses basically read and interpret our language and our emotions, which is just phenomenal. It is such a privilege to have been able to have this experience. Um, I looked up horse whisperer and what do they do? And it says um, a horse whisperer is a person who uses a gentle and patient approach to train, communicate and bond with horses. And it originates from techniques used by some trainers to calm and communicate with horses using soft, quiet tones and body language rather than force or harsh, harsh physical discipline. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fascinating. So let's have a look at this. So I then ask a question, how strong is the bond between horse and man emotionally? Um, and basically, and I experienced it, it can be incredibly strong emotionally. Horses are social animals um, and they are capable of forming close relationships with horses as well as humans who treat them well. Um, you know, if you treat a horse badly, then you're not going to get the best result because every relationship, human and with animals, based on mutual respect and trust. Um, so many people who work with horses report feeling a very deep sense of connection and emotional attachment to their horses. You know, horses can be large animals um, and they can provide companionship and comfort and a sense of purpose. Um, and then when we can bond with them or work with them, the horse may often feel a sense of responsibility, which is really interesting. So the horse was investing his time, energy and effort into me to help me and support me in moving forward. Really, really interesting. So just thinking about the bond um, between a horse and human, either permanently or, you know, part time as I was there for the day, can be incredibly strong emotionally. It had 
huge positive um, benefits for me. I hope Woody got something out of it. I didn't leave him with any negative energy. Wendy made sure of that. And then when I realized what she was doing, I made sure of that as well. So think about equine therapy. Think about your level of self-awareness. Think about whether you truly want to commune with people at a completely different level or a horse at a completely different level. You know, you can lie to people. Um, you can lie to yourself. But I tell you what, you can't lie to an animal. You can't lie, well, I say to an animal. Of course, you could lie to an animal. But if you're working with a horse, it knows. It's almost as though it can see into your soul. And I thought I would share this for you. And I really encourage you to have this experience if you can. You know, please talk to Wendy or visit theheartcentreuk.com. She's got some events up there. It's not expensive. And I, I say that not knowing what expensive is to you. But she has some events up there about, um, there are 147 currently advertised. Whether that will stay there, I don't know. But for a whole day's learning, a whole day's coaching, in a small environment, small group environment, physical, personal one-to-one, -one, and working with, with Wendy, and working with one of her horses. And she's got ponies that come in different sizes. I don't think there's any age restrictions to this, um, but check it out. I, I highly, highly, highly recommend. And if, you're, if you work with horses, she also does self-mastery foundation courses. So um, as part, and I hadn't thought to share this, and I will, as part of the whole day on Sunday, there was um, a, young, a young woman from Greece who was learning how to do what Wendy does. So she trains, Wendy trains other people who work with horses to do what she does with the horses for the therapy sessions, for the counselling sessions, for the coaching sessions, for the mentoring sessions, whatever you want to call it. Um, so she trains other people to do that as well. Please check it out, um, you know, with Wendy at the Heart Centre UK or with somebody else. And if you want to ask me any questions about this, please, 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 please reach out. Um, you can probably tell I, I just loved it. I love horses anyway. Haven't been around them for years, but I absolutely loved it because there was absolutely no bull. That horse held me to account like I don't think any other human has ever in my life. And that's a big admission for me who is on mentoring programs and coaching programs and all sorts of other stuff. You don't want to do something, you don't do it. With Woody, he didn't give you the choice. If, if you said something and you weren't meaning it, he weren't moving. Anyway, um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode as I enjoyed last week. And I'm going to enjoy this Saturday as well because uh, I am going back. I will do the programs that Wendy has on offer because it was so insightful. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Conscious Leadership Podcast. And if you have found it useful, please leave a review. And if you have found it useful, please share it with others that will find it useful as well. If you want to know more about my publishing, please follow me through to the Amazon author page. And if you would like to follow me on any of my other social media channels, please do, which also includes a YouTube channel.